Hi, this is Mike Zapsick, the butt of many a Tell Em Steve Dave jokes, and you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. with Doom and Fitz. I am Doom. And I am Fitz. The fuck was that? The Muppet That's my Show? cartoon thing. Oh. No. Every time I do that, you're like, what the fuck was that for? What the fuck was that? I know. That's like my thing. I know. Why do you do that, though? I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. Welcome to episode 38. God damn. Welcome, Knights of Nord Blitzdom. <laughs> yeah, I did it again. Yeah, you did it again. That's okay, though. I like that. It's okay. It seems appropriately lame. Yeah, it's it's cool in a lame way. Yeah. <laughs> shit, did we shoot our wad before we started recording? <laughs> I guess so. Or, do we want to try to tell them what we were talking about and the goofy shit we went into? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, you sound fucking enthused. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I guess. Let's talk about that bullshit. Um, we got my... Ooh, I got real serious for a second. Uh-huh. You did. Don't do that. But, um... Everybody, prepare because I've got something. To I hope tell you're. You. I hope um, you're sitting down. Please make yourself comfortable for what's to follow. Um. Anyway. Uh. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I did. That got real serious and somber. I mean, it kind of is. But yeah. Fuck. And now, now people are gonna think you're gonna say something really stupid and and not serious, and then you're gonna tell them what you're gonna tell them, and then they're gonna go like, "What the fuck? Yeah, of course he was serious." but i mean we weren't acting serious before when we were talking about it we were making fucking weird jokes Mm, yeah basically we got my dad's autopsy yesterday and here's the part where they're like what the fuck you should be somber and serious dude yeah it was kind of serious until you said what um that his brain was undersized no not that (laughs) or the size of something else yeah Apparently my dad Oh god it's so fucked up (laughs) (laughs) Apparently my dad's dog Was normal for a white male His age (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What the Why why is that on an autopsy report I don't understand why they have to get out Calipers and measure his dick (laughs) Yeah see I like we were saying before, it's like, I don't get it. It's not like he died of nut cancer or something. Yeah, his dick didn't reach up and strangle him. That just seems, it just seems weird that they like have to make note of everything like that. Yeah, well, like I said, I mean, 
a full autopsy was ordered, so okay, I understand yeah, but... that, but at the same time, I don't understand. Did they take candid nudes and shit while they were there? Like <laughs> fucking pose them in boudoir shots and Taste, like tasteful, tasteful, tasteful nudes. Yeah. Well, you, well, you said you wanted the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't get that either. Because like I said, it's not like he died of nut cancer or something. So how does that play in? I would figure you would check the internal organs. Yeah. Not the external ones. <laughs> uh-huh. And what was your joke? Did you make your joke again that you were afraid I was going to steal? Oh, no. It's, yeah. It's not going to come out right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was something about, it was something about uh, you know, average size for a white male his age. Tastes normal. Yeah. <laughs> Proper consistency. Normal consistency and taste, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's coroner preference whether or not they check that shit. What, the taste? No, the, just, just to measure that shit. <laughs> The coroner was also a white male about the same age as your dad, so he's like got his dick out, and he's like, hmm. He's laying okay. next to him. Yeah, he's hold, like, hmm. Holding both up, and uh, he's like, hmm, like, yeah, it's about yeah, average, Yeah, it's about average, I guess. Called his wife and was like, ha! It is average, uh-huh. bitch! See, look, I found another one. That's three this week. <laughs> <laughs> Whips out his cell phone. It's an old shitty flip phone. He's like, uh-huh. Sends it to her, and she's like, oh, God! Is that a dead dick? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's just like mine, bitch. And he hangs up. So she spends the rest of the day, like, trying to look at it, but at the same time, she's sort of disgusted. <laughs> the autopsy report just says, genitals, colon, luscious. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> It says genitals, colon, it fits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucked up. I told you I was saving the real fucked up (laughs) shit for when the mic went hot. Uh, Genitals, colon, plump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> Genitals colon chewy. <laughs> uh, Genitals colon filling. <laughs> Satisfying. <laughs> no. Genitals colon good to the last drop. <laughs> <laughs> Genitals, colon, female. Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, shit, wrong body. Delete, delete. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. My stomach hurts now. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Ah, uh, it's fucked up. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. I almost want to say this early. This episode's going to be titled "Genitals Colon." <laughs> <laughs> Genitals Colon. 
<laughs> um, was there anything else you wanted to banter about? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, um, so joke corner time? Joke corner time. Let's see you come up with something funnier than that. Oh. <laughs> uh, it'll be an amusing anecdote a bit. All right. Anecdote me. Yeah. Play the theme song. <laughs> no. Doom's joke corner. I can assure you now that that is not going to compare. <laughs> My story is not going to compare to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be hard to. Oh, by the way, the votes are in. You lost, bitch. That's fake news. It's uh-huh. fucking media. Don't believe anything don't you believe don't agree shit. with is fake news. That's the world we live in. That's right. That's right. For. Those at home not following along, I actually did put up the poll for the episode 35. Yeah. How many times did you vote? Uh, none. Uh-huh. How many times did you vote? Twice? None. You were stuffing the ballot for yourself, you little bastard. Now, if I was stuffing the ballot, I would have fucking won by a landslide. <laughs> Why didn't you try to court the vote? Fuck all that. Oh. <laughs> okay, then. Goddamn. That's like cheating. I want genu- I wanted genuine reactions. Tweeting the poll so people see it? Saying, oh, vote for me. No, it's you're just trying to get people to engage, dude. Yeah. You really aren't good at the whole self-promotion thing, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> That's why I'm in charge of marketing, huh? Uh-huh. Ugh, That's why I work in a doomed. fucking cinder block warehouse with a dead mouse in the wall. Still? I mean, I'm sure it's still there. It doesn't stink, but... Well, you bringing it up made me think it was still stinking. Nah, I think it's just a desiccated corpse now. Okay, cool. Um. Anyway, to explain what we were talking about, I did put up the poll about whose joke corner joke was funnier from episode 35, and I won, like two, won by like two votes. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. The guy who put up the poll won by two votes. Hmm. Well, I mean, if I was cheating, I would have fucking ballot stuffed it more than two. <laughs> Voting is weird. Or would you have? Or would you have been smart like the Russians when they hacked the de- hacked the election system? And they duh, I would have. They only gave them enough, just enough to win. Yeah. Do it too much, and the people would be suspicious. Suspicious. Uh huh. They'd be auspicious. No, because you know all those fake votes. Yeah. There's illegal votes in there. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, there was, yeah, a, there was at least two poll. or three hundred million illegal votes. Well, duh. Duh. <laughs> Speaking of... Bill the wall. Idiot voters. What? Yeah. Speaking of idiot voters, did you see that article? It, I honestly, we live in a time where you can't tell if it's satire or fake or real or what anymore. Right. I saw somebody tweeted an article that said they're encouraging Florida gun owners to shoot at Hurricane Irma. Oh, that's got to be fake. That's that sounds like I a, was, that sounds like an onion article. 
But it wasn't on the onion. That's what's got me worried. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. That, that's no fucking way, dude. No <laughs> way. Even in this world, is is but somebody? But see the way you're like, no way, no fucking way, makes it seem like, oh shit, that could be possible. <laughs> I guess it could be. I mean, you're right. The world we live in, who the fuck knows? That's what I'm saying. It's like the world has gone mad to the point where something that ridiculous, it's like, could be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all these dummies that are staying in Florida when they tell you to get out, and they're like, "High Specter Vision." Yeah, they ain't, they're like, "We ain't leaving, <laughs> but we need all your prayers." Fuck yeah. you! I got two prayers for you, one on each hand, and they're both standing <laughs> yeah. up right now. Yeah, they're praying as high and hard as they can. Uh. Yeah, that's. Uh... Is Specter Vision staying? Did he not go out? Did he not? Is he just batting no, he down? No, he didn't leave. But is he? Yeah. But is he like really like in the middle of the shit? <clears throat> he's on the east coast. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's going to go up the west coast, so he's probably not going. It get... is, but when he just made the decision to stay, it yeah. was going directly at the east and like directly Oof. towards him. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But then again, we live in the middle of Tornado Alley. That you know fucking tornado can yeah, hit but... like a mile and a half from my house and destroy everything and it's like no nah, yeah. nah, i'll stay it's all right we don't need to move Do you remember what was it in 2012 when those tornadoes hit out in sunset hills yeah that was fucked up yeah like, well yeah that was not in that area yeah no that was like that was the same year that they hit in bridgeton i think which is like two minute drive from my house there was tornadoes up in that area not that long ago, because I remember... Our, no, Hazelwood, I think, is where it was. Yeah. The ones I'm talking about, because we went and saw... Uh, we went and looked at them with my cousin, who lives up that way. Oh, yeah. my When I and worked at my old work... Up. Yeah, when I worked at my old work, my old work was closed <laughs> the day after that happened, because the... Did the drunk just hiccup? Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, anyway, your work... Yeah, the work work was closed because the water was out. The water service was turned off. Okay. Because they had like um, the power was out to dysentery. a water plant or something. I don't know. Okay. No, I don't think it was dysentery, but there was no there was no running water in any of the buildings, so they were like, okay, well, I guess we're shut down then. Yeah, that's fucked up. Anyway, joke corner. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Hurricanes and tornadoes? Fuck, for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um joke corner this is the one i teased last time the tomato fight okay i was young as fuck when this happened uh-huh so i don't remember exactly how it started but to this day you can still see in a couple places around my house tomato seeds that have been like uh stained over and painted over because <laughs> stuck um, to the house yeah, inside. Oh, oh, inside. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, um, because this one time when I was like really little, my brother and I, I guess we must have ar- been in an argument or something, or I don't know the details of it exactly, but he ended up fucking chucking a tomato at me over the couch, uh-huh. and it went and smacked me in the eye. Nice. And with that, launched like a 20-minute fight with tomatoes all through the house because when it hit me in the eye i went 
ape shit. Yeah. And just started chucking them back at him. So we're having a tomato war all through the house, and it was fucked up. Now, how how old were you? I I mean, I know I was little. And I feel like both of my grandpas were dead, so I was probably six ish, seven ish. Okay. Were, were there were, were there no adults at home to like squash this tomato war or really like get them? No, I think it was probably early in the morning, so my dad would have been at work, and my mom might have been sleeping. Okay. Or maybe they were both sleeping. I don't know. Oh, I, so, wait, like it, wait, you ask, you guys let your parents sleep? Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean you didn't go in and jump on their heads and say, get up and come watch me play this video game? Uh-uh. No, you didn't do that. Hmm. No, because, like, when I was little, it was like 20 years ago when you could still fucking beat a kid. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. Hmm. Interesting. No, but Interesting. It, it's just like, what the fuck do we need to wake them up for? Interesting. Just, yeah. Okay, Although, continue. thinking about it, we sh- probably should have been the type of kid to wake my parents up because my brother was the type of kid who would fucking light shit on fire and walk away from it in the house. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, mine don't do that exactly, but. Thank fuck. Yeah. So we had like a 20 minute, and again, this isn't particularly funny. It's a slightly amusing story. But yeah, (laughs) we had like a 20 minute tomato fight throughout the house. And I, I really don't remember the details of it other than like when it was over, my brother was like, oh crap, we got to clean this up because if mom and dad see this, we're in trouble. No shit, Brainiac. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it that fucking hit me in the eye in like blinding rage. <laughs> you said, "Fuck you, asshole! You're in trouble. I'm only six. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he would he would have been eight at the time. Yeah, well. But still, yeah, like he's Fuck in charge. You're in trouble. I was. I mean, you started it. Mm-hmm. I was defending myself. I didn't throw anything. <laughs> And, you know, I sort of seem to think, like, there were little ping-pong racket thingies, paddles, that's what they're called, involved, too. What the fuck? I know. (laughs) Okay. It sounds made up until everyone, like I said, every once in a while you can look around and in certain spots you can see a tomato seed. There's tomato vines growing out of your wall? Yeah, it's like fucking Poison Ivy's house. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not particularly funny, but it is slightly amusing. That's fucked up. It is, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah. I can't remember any specific stories, but there's a couple other stories like that where my brother would do stupid shit like that, and I would go, like, ape shit, and he'd be like, oh, God, I'm sorry, don't tell Mom. And I think that might have been part of it, too, of that whole situation. One time my cousin threw a mud ball at me that he intentionally packed with gravel. Oh, that's awesome. And he hit me in the eye with it. Except, no, it's not. Yeah. And then and then he tried to get the hose and was trying to wash my eye out because it had rocks in it and shit. So that, oh. so that I wouldn't go in and tell my mom. Yeah. So, that was fun. I was probably six. Uh, One time, I've got a story similar to that. One time we were at the neighbors across the street. We were watching a movie and then my brother... Those two and their little brother, who was like a baby, all went outside. 
So, like, I'm sitting in there alone watching a movie in their house. Yeah. All of a sudden, the little kid comes in, fucking, you know, little kid waddling and shit. Legs moving a mile a minute. Yeah. The kid's mom comes to the door and she's like, hey, what are you doing? He looks at me. He's got his fist clenched and fucking swings at me. Fucking dirt all in my eyes, up my nose, in my mouth. Oh, shit. And she was like, oh, my God. And those three, my brother and them, were out on the back porch. Uh Uh-huh. She gets the little kid, takes him, fucking grabs me. She's trying to help me wash my face and eyes and nose and mouth and shit out. Apparently, one of them thought it would be funny to have him go through the house and throw dirt at whoever he saw. Uh I knew that's what it was going to be. It was with your fucking dickhead brother and his friends. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Yep. And... Apparently, she reamed them hard for that one. She should have. Understandably so. Yeah, I was like 11 when that happened. So once again, all of my best stories come from like 15 years ago. (laughs) And all involved like humiliation and pain. Yeah, basically. Basically, yeah. I'm hung like a bull, lady. (laughs) Is that considered humiliation? Um, well, eh. No, I guess not, really. So, there's some that aren't. But yeah, apparently those are my stories. Nice. Again, not particularly funny, but slightly humorous. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Mildly amusing. Yeah. And I mean, looking at some of those fucking jokes I've told in the past year and a half, mildly amusing is pretty good. Yeah, mildly amusing (laughs) is a step up. Can we go back to talking about dead dicks? I got plenty of laughs. I mean, if you want. Talking about the stiff stiff. What? <laughs> All righty then. All righty then. Um, so you did a thing recently, huh? Yeah, I did. Two weeks ago this weekend, actually. Yeah, that's why we didn't record for like two, three weeks there. We mentioned that last time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, one weekend I was in uh, Chicago for Wizard World 2017. Which I realized this is the fifth year we've been there. Damn, is it really? Yeah, it's been five years already. Wowzers. It's crazy. Um, But yeah. That's like two years longer than i've been talking at you yeah i guess so it's been it we went the august before my second kid was born so Wowzers. like two months no four four months before my second kid was born wow yeah so this year um molly and i drove up like we always do and uh did a bow yeah the lineup for me was kind of weak um I was going to yeah. see I was going to see Jewel State to get my um, another signature on my poster. Oh yeah. Um which I got and I only have two more names left of the th- of the three that I need to get. One of them I can never get now. Yeah, Shepherd Book. Yeah. Which I actually I fucking regret. I thought it would be like a, a a nice little, you know, uh, 
sentiment or whatever, but I don't know if it came across that way, and I regretted saying it. But uh, she said um, when I when she signed it, she was like, "Oh, I see you're doing really good on all these names and uh, or whatever," because I had so many signatures already. Yeah. And I said, uh, "I said, yeah. Well, it'll never be totally complete." <laughs> and uh, and and I'm meaning like, yeah, isn't that a shame that he died? You know? Yeah. And uh, she was like, "Oh, well, you're doing pretty good." <laughs> and I was like. Oh, fuck. She didn't take it that way, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I so, think the only reason I took it real off is because the theme of this night so far... Has been death, yeah. Well, I mean, we've been so crass so far, so why not right. get it up? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, it, I, I didn't mean for it to come across crass. I meant for it to be like... Like, kind of like uh, like a nod. Like, oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. You know? Yeah. Like a, hey, sorry, your buddy's dead. Right. Not like, hey, your buddy died. That sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, your buddy died. He fucked me out of a signature on this goddamn thing. It's never going to be complete now. You you guys got a fucking rubber stamp or something? Right. God damn it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she was she was cool. She was kind of nice. She was a little bit more robotic than I thought she would be. Not what, robotic. Like, like, Hello, my name is Junior. No, just kind of like. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I thought she would be a little more loose. <laughs> I know that sounds dirty, but I, I mean, it like, uh, relaxed or something, maybe? I don't know. She seemed yeah. kind of... Um, a bit more vibrant? Yeah, I thought she would be a little bit more, um, I don't know, bubbly or silly or something, but I don't know. Um, but I... I, I had my picture taken with her too the next day. I saw that. I almost I almost didn't do it because I was like, ah, I'm not gonna go fucking. Um, I mean, it was included with my ticket or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna go stand in line and because the way they did photos this year was totally fucked. The the way they had people lining up and stuff, it was so fucked. You mean up. they changed shit again? Yeah, they did. They changed it drastically. Have these motherfuckers ever heard? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, I mean, as we as we talked about, like when Chicago, when St. Louis happened, I think last year they went through all kinds of changes. Yeah. The guy that was the CEO or the guy who really ran Wizard, uh, the conventions, yeah. like split. He he cashed out all his stock and split, and he's doing his own conventions now. Yeah. What was that called again? Pandemic, which, by the way, is happening in Houston, <laughs> supposedly. Uh- Oh, row, and it was supposed to happen, I think, in November, but now it says December. I'm like, good luck with that. Uh, I don't know if that's still going to happen because I looked up the convention center and it's like a mile and a half from the center of the storm damage. Oh, I was like, okay, like when all the flooding was happening, like the flooding, the worst of the flooding was like a mile from this convention center. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm not sure if they're going to be ready in December, but maybe. Um, yeah, they're talking like it's going to take weeks and months to recover, and he's like, guess uh, who's in town? I was like, nobody cares! Nobody gives a shit. Our houses are gone. Yeah. See this stick? That's all that's left. Yeah. Fuck off with your yeah. convention bullshit. Nerds! But they went through all kinds of uh, money problems and shit, too. And that's why that's why the St. Louis con kind of sucked, I think, is because they didn't have money to put on a good one. 
Yeah. And then yeah. and then they actually canceled a bunch of cities, and then now they've added a bunch of other cities, and it's ridiculous. Like, they haven't announced St. Louis happening again, but they gave one to Springfield. Springfield is happening in like a month or two months. It's yeah. happening in November, and they've got like between Artist Alley and celebrities so far. They've they've announced like fucking ten people. And it's like okay, good luck. So so mm. what so what that's your model now you're gonna wait till two months before the show and then start it, and then say hey hey this city, in two months you're gonna have a fucking convention, people yeah, gotta that's... save up for that shit you can't, they can't just be like well next week we're gonna be in your town come fucking see yeah. these guys that charge a hundred dollars to see them. That's what I was gonna say. You've told me some of these fucktards that like, they charge a hundred hundred and fifty, or more. So, yeah, you got to fucking save up. You can't just be like, um, next weekend we're coming to town. We've yeah, got I mean, you 500... could. You, you could. You could pay 30 bucks and just drop in and walk around. But yeah. if you want to, if you, you know, if you're, if you're looking to get anything signed or interact with anybody, it's going to cost you way more than that. Oh, yeah. Because them, uh, the guests, they get, they don't get paid, like, Per people are you know per person they get a flat rate don't they? They get both, from what I understand. Oh, do they? Well, oh. I think was didn't wasn't Brian on Tell Him Steve Day wasn't he? Didn't he kind of, he, he kind of ruined it for me a little bit. Um, the way the way that the conventions work. Um, well, that like I, I now, think see, it I don't think I think it depends on who you are convention. too. Well, yeah, and I think it depends on who you are too. Um, yeah. Because I know, I know the way he was describing it. It's like they give you a guarantee, yeah, and then anything you make on top of that guarantee, like you're guaranteed this amount of money. So if you don't sell that amount of tickets or that amount of autographs or that amount of photos or whatever the fuck, if you don't make that nut, they pay you that anyway for coming. Yeah, anything above that, you split with the convention. Okay. Like the convention gets a piece and you get a little piece. Okay. So. Because see, sometimes when he talks about it, it seems like they've got a, a guarantee. And then other times when he talks about it, it seems like they pay him a little bit. And then like they've got a fishbowl that you put a 20 in if you want a picture. Yeah. Some, yeah. That's what I mean. It depends on who you are and the, the situation, the contract you sign. Yeah. 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 Because I but, think, I mean, but I think there are it, people, yeah, like the. And I think the way to tell is the people who take cash at their table yeah, don't get a guarantee, I don't think. Oh, okay. So, like, the people that you can actually buy an autograph ticket for through, their, through the, like, the wizard site, I'm pretty sure yeah. those people probably have guarantees. Yeah. Um, real I mean, quick, maybe they do, um, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know that part of it. But real quick, um... <laughs> You mentioned uh, Brian. Tell him Steve, Dave. Yeah. Um, I know we no we don't normally like talking about that type of shit, but this is funny. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you saw earlier today. Somebody tweeted to Bry a picture of Ming at a con. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it. There's nobody in line for Ming, and he's standing there reading a comic. Or something, and this person tweeted it to Brian and was like, "Hey, I think you'd like this." And Brian quoted it and was like, "Me and Walt, but both just laughed our asses off at this or something." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. I couldn't stop laughing when I saw that. I laughed for like a good five minutes. It is real. <laughs> yeah, it is really kind of depressing though when you go to a con and you see somebody's booth that's like that. Yeah. I know. Um, I think who was? Let's see. There's always a couple every year. There's a, there's a few where there's like. Nobody. Yeah, because last year I forget who it was. You told me somebody that was like, "Oh, they had to have had a big line." And you were like, "Uh, no." I was like, "What?" Yeah, like this year I think, like Barry Bostwick, the dude oh, from yeah. yeah, like he was like sitting there twiddling his thumbs a lot of the time, and then well, he's one of those people that he goes to a lot of cons. Especially oh yeah, yeah. Lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, it's not like, oh, poor Barry Boswick. It's yeah. like, well, I mean, yeah. you're getting to critical mass, dude. You're getting to the point where it's like everybody who wants to see you has seen you. Right. And it's like, dude, you're not fucking Stan Lee. Yeah. Lonnie Anderson was kind of like that too this year. <laughs> when we got yeah. when we got there, she was just kind of like standing there like, okay, here I am. And uh, <laughs> But we had our pictures taken with her too. I saw that. And it was too. It was too good not. To, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take our picture that we took with Burt Reynolds, and I'm gonna fucking Photoshop them together. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. Anyway, there's a part of me that expected you to. <laughs> Just because that would be fucked up looking. It would. Oh Jesus Christ. And... <laughs> <laughs> But um, I expected something like that, though. I really did. (laughs) You're a bastard. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Tom Steve, Dave, I saw uh, I saw somebody with an ant jersey on at Chicago. Yeah. And then I saw and I saw two dudes walking around with uh, four color demon shirts on. Oh, cool. So those like this was like the most um, I've seen in, you know, in the wild. Yeah. at one at, at one con. Yep. Did they say hi to you? No. <laughs> yeah. No, and I didn't say hi to them either. You're like, fuck those guys. But I have a four color demons patch on my backpack. Oh, that's so where you put it? yeah, the little one. Yeah. I, yeah, just the little one. So I don't know if they saw that or not, but they were kind of looking at me like, like they, Who's like they may, have, like they may have seen it, you know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I didn't say anything to them. Yeah, that would kind of be weird. Yeah, it would. It would be kind of weird. Huh. So yeah, so the lineup was kind of light for me. Yeah. Uh, but then Molly's lineup was super heavy. Like they had all the fucking Doctor Who people that you could possibly want. Really, almost all of them. Anyway, they had. Yeah, uh, wasn't Tennant there or something this year? Yeah, the David Tennant was scheduled. Alex Kingston. No clue who that is. Um, she's the red haired, curly haired chick from ER. She was, Not she was on, she was on Doctor Who for a while too. Okay. Uh, so she, Molly had wanted to get her and then she got David Tennant a couple of years ago in St. Louis. Yeah. But he was coming back. So she was going to see him again. She wanted to see Alex Kingston. And then her, her other big get that she'd been waiting for was, um, <sighs> fuck, what's her name? Um, she was one of the other. She was David Tennant's companion on the show. Uh, You're talking to the wrong motherfucker. Oh fuck! I can't think of her name For now. Trivia. I can't think of her name, but okay. anyway, uh, Molly has this picture 
this this weird kind of behind the scenes picture that she found online um like the first yeah. year that we went and she saw john barrelman oh yeah, yeah so it's a picture of john barrelman and david tennant and this chick um on a break in shooting the show you know yeah and it's kind of an unusual like every time she's had somebody sign it they've said they've mentioned how it's kind of unusual like oh where'd you get this yeah. Um, I think that was actually David Tennant's exact words when she when she had him sign it. I was standing there. I heard him say it. He was like, "Oh, this is unusual." Where'd you get this? Your bedroom. <laughs> she had two of the three signatures, and so she was waiting to get this last chick. But it was like yeah. she never does conventions or anything, so she's like, "She'd never get that," you know. Yeah. And uh, well, she came this year to Chicago. And uh, so she was like, oh, fucking hey, I'm going to get my thing signed. And uh, <laughs> She came so this she, year and she got her so, thing signed? So she, she dropped, like, serious <laughs> fucking money on these tickets. Yeah. For to see, for David Tennant and Alex Kingston and uh, this other chick. And uh, yeah. <laughs> we're driving up to Chicago. We're, like, halfway to Chicago. And I was checking Twitter. <laughs> And the okay. the Wizard World Twitter account like sent oh, out this no. sent out this blast and is like we're really sorry but uh, due to a personal emergency uh, David Tennant had to cancel. Oh, <laughs> it's like we're two hours from Chicago <laughs> and he canceled. <laughs> I was like, ooh. I thought you were gonna say the broad canceled. Oh no! So so she was disappointed, but. But fuck, dude, they made it up to her like big time. They refunded her. She had a dual VIP for Alex Kingston and David Tennant. Yeah. They fully refunded that money, but she got to keep her swag bag, her VIPs. Oh, cool. She got to keep her VIP admission, but that they gave her all her money back. She had to rebuy. I mean- she had to rebuy Alex Kingston's autograph and photo. That, that was that was included in the VIP. She had to rebuy that, but okay. that was only a fraction of the price of the, well, the whole yeah. ticket. Yeah. And then she got to keep the, the VIP bag, which was, a, it was fucking ludicrous, the amount of shit that was in this bag that they give you for free. Okay, well, well, what for, kind of quote, shit did free. they put in those bags? Well, the last several years, it's been just garbage. Like, they haven't really even done them, really. Um, oh, okay. Sometimes they'll give you a free comic and, like, some fucking advertisements and shit in this bag. Okay. Dude, this year, for like, the, the big VIPs, like, my VIP didn't come with shit. It came with, like, a fucking Pokemon cup and a fucking pair of Groot socks. Oh, so it's basically like a fucking loot crate. Kinda. Kinda. Where it's like, hey, it's Harry Potter themed. Here's a fucking Harry Potter pencil case. Yeah. And like, an eraser in the shape of a lightning bolt. Yeah, like hers hers was all Doctor Who themed. They had a they had a they had special shit for the Doctor Who VIPs. Okay. Dude, she got like a fucking electronic talking cookie jar, a fucking uh talking oh, plush that's... David Tennant doll, a fucking sonic screwdriver toy. All this, like, dude—it's like his little fucking Doctor Who wand. It's like a little electronic device that does all kinds of shit. But the fuck else? Then she got the Pokemon cup and the socks and the and a fucking and stickers and (laughs) 
It was crazy, dude. Like, it was an entire big canvas bag of shit that they give you when you check in. So it's like, now we got to carry this fucking bag around the whole goddamn convention. It was ridiculous, this, this, <laughs> the amount of stuff in this bag. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you get to keep all that shit. And then on top of that. But at least it that, sounds like it's half-ass cool shit, though. Oh, hers was cool shit, yeah. Like that cookie jar? Yeah, yeah. She's been wanting that cookie jar. She's been looking at that cookie oh, jar. Oh, Yeah. Um, well, there you go. Yeah. And then on top of that, she gets free admission to next year's Chicago Con. Oh, shit. Yeah. And free admission to any and all wizard events the rest of this year. Oh, so Molly's going to Springfield. So if she wanted to go to Springfield, she could go for free. Wow. Yeah. I was like, damn. You're like, you suck. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Why don't I like your lame bullshit? Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, we were talking about it. I was like, can you imagine how much money they had to eat for all the fucking shit they had to refund? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What a fucking nightmare that must be for them. Yeah, because, I mean, not only was that dude in Dr. Hugh... Dr. Hugh? <laughs> 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 Hi there, I'm Dr. Hugh! Here's my sonic fucking screwdriver! <laughs> <laughs> not only was that dude in fucking Dr. Who, which has, like, a huge following, yeah. but, like, he was in Potter. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What's that... What's that fucking murder mystery show he was in that was real popular? Like, was oh, it Broadchurch? Broadchurch, yeah, yeah. He was in that, and that was fucking huge. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so, it's insanity. Like when we when I, I can't even imagine what the lines in Chicago would look like. The the line for yeah. him in St. Louis. Well, first of all, when you get your VIP, I think in St. Louis it was. Um, I think he was here Saturday and Sunday. So you got a, a Saturday VIP. You got admission for the whole weekend, but your yeah. VIP shit only counted on Saturday. So like you had to see him Saturday if you bought a Saturday one. But if yeah. you if you bought the Sunday one, you had to see him on Sunday. Like they they split it up like that. That's the way they did Bruce Campbell too, because he gets so many, yeah. so many tickets sold that they have to 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 tell you when you can come see him. Yeah, or there'd be fucking a line overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in St. Louis, the fucking line was like, I mean, it was the entire, I mean, this whole like warehouse or this whole uh, convention center. Yeah, but like the, it's hard to explain unless you've been to this, but it's basically it's like where you check in and stuff at the dome. Yeah. When they have it at the dome, like it's the convention itself is inside the dome area. But then yeah. there's like this big warehouse size area outside of that. It's just like dock doors and like support poles and shit. And it's just like a big warehouse. Looks like a big warehouse. Yeah. And that's where like the, the check-in booths and stuff are. And like there's tables for you to sit at. And there's concession stands set up and stuff like that. It was like half of that warehouse of people waiting in line. They had his table out in this area. It wasn't in the dome. It was outside of the dome. Oh, fuck. So that they had room to line people up. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. We stood in that line. Yeah. Once that line started moving, usually the lines move really fast when they start moving. These lines were so fucking big that 
even as fast as they were moving, we stood there for at least an hour once he started signing. It was fucking crazy. I've never seen a line that big before. That's soul crushing. Why? Just having to wait in a crowd of people like that for an hour. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's what you sign up for. True, but, ugh. Yeah, if you don't know that's what you're in for, then... Then, oh yeah, yeah. I then know, yeah, I know, then, but... then it's then yeah, it's it's it sounds fucked up. Even if I I knew like there's somebody huge I want to meet and I've got to go wait and I know this going in, it would still be like oh when when I oh. when I stood for uh, Carrie Fisher last year, yeah, she was late. Go figure. And so they tell you when to line when you can line up when she's just supposed to start signing. I almost made a pregnancy joke. (laughs) (laughs) But she was like 45 minutes late to her table. So so we had already been in line for a half hour or an hour before her time to to start signing. And then she was like a half hour, 45 minutes late after that. So it was like well over an hour, hour and a half. We were standing there and standing in a crowded line. And at one point I was like, I got to get out of this line. I uh-huh. I got to step out of it because I can't breathe. Like I can't. Uh-huh. I was I started to like, I was sweating and I was starting to like uh-huh. I was starting to like freak out a little bit. Now you know how I feel. Oh, I I, dude, I get <laughs> I get how you feel. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you do. But uh, of of all the times I've been in lines and stuff, that was the first time where I was like, "Fuck, I can't breathe. I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta I can't I can't mm-hmm. stand here anymore." It was just the where I was positioned in the line was like, I, I yeah. can't, I can't stand here. I can't, it's too close. These people stand too close to me. I felt trapped. <laughs> like I couldn't get out. It was so, the people uh-huh. were so dense. That was me in December. Yeah. But that was, <laughs> yeah, I get, I know. I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get trust you. me. It's no comparison. Like there was only like two people. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say there me. was like, <laughs> you were surrounded by like four people and you're like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's That's like, what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's like, dude, take a step to the left. Way, but... <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you were on the left of me, so I couldn't do that either. <laughs> so fuck you it wasn't four people it was five. Oh, sorry <laughs> uh, but i mean seriously that's what it was like for me in december yeah i i, I feel you so yeah we both had harrowing experiences last year yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, they had they had, you had to go through metal detectors again this year to get in. Uh, I can see why. Yeah, well, you would think, like the first three years we went, they didn't have them. You just walk right in, and yeah, in St. Louis, they still don't have them. You just walk right in. But that's Chicago strange to me. Well, dude, <laughs> it seems like oh, that's good. They're they're you know really focusing on people's safety and making sure no crazies walk in with bombs and shit. Okay, well, you walk up to the fucking thing, and I mean I don't know where they get these people that that work these uh, security checkpoints, but uh, I'm guessing many of them don't have high school diplomas. Yeah. Um. So it's like, okay, bags on the table. 
everything out of your pockets. So after the first, I, I fucked up again this year and, and took too much shit in my pockets. Yeah. I had, I had like, <laughs> um, my keys, like, why do I need keys? I don't need my keys. I had like, I had like all my keys. I had, uh, like a phone charger in my pocket and, uh, all this shit. So you got to take all that shit out of your pockets and, uh, put all that in the so tray. So you're sitting there like, well, somebody just grab my ankles and shake. It'll be easier. Right. They're supposed to like open your bag up and like look it through your bags and shit. The first day, uh, she, she couldn't figure out like where all the zippers opened at. So she just opened the only one she could find <laughs> and kind of like oh. looked in there real quick. And then was like, okay, and I went through the metal detector, put all my shit back in. So the next day, and it's like, um, motherfucker, act like you're a gynecologist. Actually, actually, you know what? The first day, I don't think she looked at all. I don't think she looked in the bag at all. So you're safe. Yeah, so I don't think she looked in that bag at all. And it was the second day where the chick was, like, going to look through the bags and shit. And uh, she, like, couldn't figure out how one of the zippers opened. So she was like, fuck it. <laughs> Didn't look in that pocket. I was like, well, I'm glad I don't have a fucking gun in there. I mean, I yeah. guess, I, I guess... But yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. Like the, the the sham of the security checkpoints they have there. Yeah, like, like you're safe. How does this zipper work? Fuck yeah. it, go. Yeah, don't look in there. So, so the trick was then after that was like my phone charger and my keys and all that shit. I just put it in my backpack, <laughs> <laughs> and and that way I didn't have to take it out of my pockets. And, yeah, and, you put it in the pocket she couldn't unzip. Yeah, so, and even the even the one she did unzip, she just like looked in it like real quick. Like, it's not like she opened it up and really like looked in there and see. And the thing is, I had a uh, a comic book box in that, which is like a like a um, like a hard cardboard box about I don't know, like roughly the shape of a book, a little oh, bit okay. a little bit yeah, bigger yeah. than a book, but and thicker than a book so you could put yeah. like i don't know about 15 20 comics in it yeah that it's one of those comic boxes um that i sh- sort of like what i showed you and you said oh i've got some of those oh yeah yeah like a like a folio or something like a yeah 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 it's one of those it's basically it almost looks like a slip case for like a hardcover book right right exactly gotcha and uh <laughs> it's like she didn't open that she didn't open that to see what was inside that. Could have been a fucking Glock inside there. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm like, yeah. so I'm like, okay, well, this is just really kind of just a nuisance, isn't it? Because nobody's right. really checking anything. But see, then imagine if like they were really checking it hardcore, and then you'd be like, fucking in, invade my privacy and shit. You know? I wouldn't give a shit. I would be more. I would be more well, pissed that the line was fucking five hundred people long because it takes twenty minutes to investigate everybody's bags, because every yeah, asshole in the like place intrusive. has a, everybody in the in the place has a fucking like a hiking backpack and a fucking roll around suitcase and it's like what do you need all this shit for? Uh, or like one of the the guy so much fun or like one of the guys um there's always one several of these fucking assholes too at every con where it's uh i don't know what sometimes it's like a dealer like a somebody who has a store and they're getting shit signed they're the guys that have like they literally have like a short box or two or two short boxes of comics on a fucking dolly 
and they're just wheeling those around everywhere, getting them signed and like filling up their boxes with shit that they buy. And it's like, asshole, it's not crowded in here or anything. What the fuck are you doing with a cart full of shit rolling it around? Oh, well, this, 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 this guy uh, this time was standing, uh, uh, in line with us for John Cusack while he got something signed for, um, what a random fucking weird pull that is. Isn't that weird? It was like, oh my God, John Cusack's coming. So she got a, have you ever seen one crazy summer? Uh, I don't think so. Well in it, he's like, um, one of the, one of his characters thing is, is he's a cartoonist and he makes uh, like animations and uh, so there's like little animated interludes throughout the movie. Yeah. Well, she got a an original production cell from one of those animations. Ooh. It's because the guy was okay. selling them, I guess, and they were. Yeah. I think she. I think she got one for like less than a hundred bucks. Uh, and it was a pretty decent one too. So he, she took that and had that signed for um, somebody for Christmas. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll just, it's for. Ooh la la. I, I don't know why I was like, well, I better not say it in case he listens to this for some reason. But there's no fucking way he's listening to this. Um. But uh, yeah. And so there's a guy. There's a guy standing. You playing coy like that is so I know. funny. This guy was standing in line with us for that. Who had a cart full of shit, and. uh yeah. Just taking up like two fucking people's spaces with it. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Do you really have that much? What is your. What's wrong with you? But. Uh, what your problem yeah. is? And it didn't make it any better that John Cusack was like two hours late or something oh. like that. And we were getting like, we were making up all these crazy stories about how he wouldn't come out until there was a big enough line and. All this shit, you know, <laughs> and I think really what it ended up being was they changed this. This is another new thing. Like you take your printed out ticket with you yeah. to the uh, to the tables, you know, uh, and uh, they scan them at the table. Now there's barcodes on them and they try to they read them with a barcode reader, like a scanner. Okay. Well, that first day or I guess the second day the first thing in the morning, their fucking scanners weren't working. So it was like they couldn't um, fucking do any. Yeah, so they couldn't bring anything. Yeah, so they out. couldn't do anything until they had their shit fixed. So it was like, but then they don't tell nice. anybody that. It's just like you're waiting and waiting. Yeah. Well, first of all, we got there. The The sign said he was going to sign at 10 a.m. Well, when we got yeah. there, we're standing in line for a minute, and then uh, he didn't come out and didn't come out. And we're like, what the fuck, man? And then... uh we saw some people, some wizard people come up and look at the sign and they, they did something and then they walked away and somebody went and looked and they had changed the time. They didn't tell anybody. They just marked it through the sign and then put 1030 on there. It was like, okay, uh, okay, I guess he's going to do it at 1030 now. Yeah, thanks for the heads up, dickhead. And then we waited and waited and waited and then like the, his handler came out or the, his assistants or whatever that were going to help with the booth that set up the booth and stuff. Um, they came out and so we're like, okay, cool. We're going to get some action here in a second. And they're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And the, she keeps going back to the back and coming back out and going back to the back and checking on shit. And she's got another agent or somebody she's talking to. And, um, 
they're just standing there like, huh, I don't know what's going on. And, uh, yeah, like, um, don't kill us because yeah. I'll go look. Well, again. And then, and then they drop the bombshell on everybody that if you want one of want one, want to get one of their eight by tens signed that they have on the table. Yeah. It was an extra $5. Oh, awesome. And I've never heard of that before. <laughs> I've never seen. I mean, sometimes like the lower end guys might may charge you a little bit more if you want to take one of their pictures. But yeah, like there were people that were VIPs that bought VIP tickets for him. And in the yeah. description of what you get for your VIP ticket and his VIP was like $275 or $300 or some crazy shit. And part of it is you you get one item signed, you get an eight by ten signed, or an item of your choice, or whatever, or an item that you bring. And so right. then they're like, "Oh no, if you want one of these pictures, it's an extra five dollars." People were like, "What? Fuck you! Where you breathe?" Like these bitches were getting crazy mad, and I was like, "Good, you should get mad. Fucking paid three hundred dollars for this. The guys." doesn't come out for two hours and then they're going to be like oh yeah on top of that you know we got to pay us five dollars for this picture that cost us a 10 cents to print out yeah. it was like that's fucking five extra dollars for these retarded little yeah i was like oh this is fucking stupid and then he came out everybody's like oh there he is and i was like that's not fucking john cusack he, he looked like he looked like <laughs> fucking mickey rourke was walking out and he came out, and I was like, and he came, and he came through the curtain because he he walked up the side of the line and then went behind the curtain and came out at behind his table, and I was like, yeah, oh fuck me, that is John Cusack. <laughs> but uh, he had like a like a baseball hat on, and he had like long longish hair, and it was in like a ponytail or like a weird some kind of weird ponytail thing in the back, and he was had a toothpick in his mouth and he was all kind of like puffy and old looking. And I was like, Oh my God, that does look like, but then after a second, I was like, Oh yeah, I guess that does look like him. Just an older version of him. But when he walked by, I swear to God, it did not look in any way like him. Speaking of Mickey Rourke, have you noticed how lately he looks like a gay pirate lately? Well, I mean like the last 10. Oh years. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Or like he looks and he's always like... carrying around that fruit little dog. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> really? He look he looks like Captain Jack Sparrow's fucking San Francisco brother. <laughs> no shit. I would never say that to his face because he would <laughs> fuck me up. Oh yeah. With his fucking bubble nails, he'd fucking break your shit. He will but... fuck you up. And then he'd probably ass rape yeah. you after you were down on the ground. Just to teach you a lesson. <laughs> he was like who looks like a gay pirate now? <laughs> I'm going to give you a gay pirate right now. Yeah. I don't have a Mickey Rourke impression offhand, so it's kind of like... I don't think anybody does. It's like a brain-damaged fucking Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah. So, Mickey Rourke sounds like a brain-damaged Sylvester Stallone, and he looks like a gay pirate. Want to come on the show sometime, Mickey? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh <laughs> Oh, I did see I did see one of the coolest things you'll ever see though. Um at one one point we were walking around and you know I was telling you last time or I don't know if it was last time but a couple times ago about how how cool Michael Rooker is. Well, I saw him do like the coolest shit. We were walking we were just walking through the show floor, yeah. like the vendor area. Yeah. 
and uh, all of a sudden there was like this big crowd of people and we walked up to it and it was Michael Rooker was just out in the middle of the wild floor. The wild floor. Yeah. Like no, no security, no handler, no nothing. He's just wandering around. And uh, he had snuck up behind this dude in a wheelchair who was like, I don't know if he had like cerebral palsy or some fucked up. I don't know. He was all messed up looking. And uh, sensitivity. He had snuck. Yeah. He had snuck up behind the dude. And uh, I guess his friend, or yeah, I guess he had snuck up behind him. But they, they were selling these big bubble wand blower things. They were like electronic bubble blowers. Okay. For kids, you know? Yeah. And Rooker had one. He's blowing bubbles behind this dude. And his friends are standing out in front of him laughing and, like, taking pictures. And the, the guy in the wheelchair doesn't realize that Michael Rooker's behind him. And he looked around and saw him and, like, lost his fucking shit. Lost his goddamn mind. It was the funniest, cutest thing I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. And, he, and you know, it was just, like, a spontaneous, like, weird Rooker like, in the wild. Thing. It was like, yeah, and it was like, oh, my God, this guy is fucking awesome. Mm. It, like, totally made this dude's day. And then after he, like, shook his hand and, like, patted him on the shoulder, he's like, and then walked off. And uh, the dude was still just, like, laughing so hard. He was, like, so pleased and so happy that that happened. It was fucking amazing. And he's like, Michael Rooker was fucking with me. This is awesome. Yeah. But, I mean, again, shows, like, dude's fucking cool. Yeah. Does his voice, is he... Does he really have that weird accent like he has in Walking Dead and Guardians? Like real. Um, bang, da, da, bang, da, da, bang, da, bang, I don't think so. Oh. So the last few years he's Definitely just like, not. fuck it, we gonna talk like this now. And in all his movies. Yeah, I mean, I think the shit. Walking Dead accent is is way put on. Like the Guardians one might be closer to his natural voice. Okay. Because the Guardians one, he's not that twangy, is he? A little bit. I don't remember him being that twangy in Guardians, but... Well, he's in Guardians 2 more, and he's like, What you doing there, Quail? And shit, yeah, I don't so. think he talk. He doesn't really talk like that, from what I remember. Yeah, okay. Because I saw him and Muse do a panel in St. Louis. Um, yeah, which, who would fucking like expect that. those two to be so buddy-buddy? Yeah, it's kind of weird, but... I guess because it's, you know, the Mallrats connection. I mean, I understand that and everything, but it's just, it seems like such a weird fucking combo. It's like Muse and Danny Trejo. Yeah. Speaking of Danny Trejo, I saw him too. Oh, did you? Yeah, he was there. He walked He walked right past us when we were standing in line for pictures. The way they did the photos and the way the, the, area, the celeb area was set up, there was like no... There was almost no private way for them to walk to their tables. Like usually, they have it arranged so that they, they can, can like sneak in walk the back, kinda. And like most of the most of their walk from the back to to out to where the tables are is behind a curtain, and then they just come out for like the last I don't know ten twenty feet before they get to their tables. Yeah. But the way they had it set up this year, dude, it was like you could watch them walk basically from the fucking freight elevator. Or wherever they come from the back, the green rooms and stuff. Yeah. Like, fucking 600 yards down this fucking <laughs> convention 
area, you know? Yeah, like I said, have these fuckers never heard of if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Because it seems like they're doing a lot of weird shit lately. Yeah, they did do some weird... Um, it was definitely better than the way they had it set up in St. Louis. Well, yeah. Because they, they went back to like the regular tables and line control and stuff the way they normally have it. It yeah. was just... I don't know, some of it was just weird. And the, and the way they did photos was kind of kind of asinine, but I guess they did it that way so that they, I don't know. I don't know why they would do it, I guess, because of the way they had it all set up, the, the space that they actually had this year. and Because they can't. Or the, or, the or the space they didn't have this year as opposed to last year. Because that's the other thing. It was kind of smaller than last year, too. Mm. Not as dramatically smaller as St. Louis was, but yeah. it was definitely like not as... The guest list was definitely not as big as it was in previous years. Um, was Bruce there this year? Was who there? Oh, no, he wasn't. No, he's doing the other dude's conventions. Okay. He followed He followed that other dude to Fandemic. He's doing the Fandemic one. Yeah, see, I could have swore that I saw something about his little, you know, film festival thing. Yeah. But I guess not, if he wasn't there. Not this year. Well, fuck a doodle do. Okay. Um, but yeah, Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo walked by. He is like teeny fucking tiny well i mean he's mexican dude i know that's why i told molly molly was like oh my god he's so tiny i was like yeah he's he's mexican they're not they're not known for being super huge yeah i was gonna say mexicans aren't known for being fucking basketball players they're known for being like luchadors and shit yeah if he was as tall as molly i'd be surprised well i mean that's not really a frame of reference for most of us She's like 5'4". Oh, damn. So if he was 5'5", five, five, I would be shocked. Yeah. He was, He looked really small, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it was him. It looked just, I mean, it was him. I was like, holy shit, there goes Machete. You're like, Machete! And he was like, I got a name, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he would be pissed if you called him Machete. Fuck no. He was signing Machetes. You oh, could, was he? You could buy a machete and have him sign it at his table. He had machetes to sign at his table. Like real machetes? Like real machetes. Uh, how is that safe? Dude, they have weapons dealers there that are that sell like metal swords and shit. Well, I mean, Kevin J. Anderson was at Dragon Con last weekend, and he went to the armory, and it's like... Yeah. I mean, somebody brings a plastic gun in, you've got to put a fucking loop on it so people know that it's safe. How the fuck right. can you sell a crossbow? They fucking do it. Because I'm sure they're not like, oh, we can't sell you the ammo here. Yeah, there were there were guys selling longbows. They, they made, uh, I guess they handmade wooden longbows. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they were strung though. I don't think they could string them. But the the bows themselves, they were selling. Oh yeah, don't string it. But hey, here's a fucking machete you can chop some heads off with. <laughs> right. Where is the sense in that? I don't know, dude. Motherfucker. Yeah, that's strange to me. Yeah, and the amount of uh, Walking Dead barbed wire bats. Oh yeah. And there were some that that clearly said on the box, like, this is not a toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's gotten real fucking popular. Mm-hmm. And it's like, motherfuck Walking Dead. Mick Foley was doing that shit fucking 20 years ago. And fuck that, Terry Funk was doing that shit 30 years ago. Walking Dead can suck my ass. 
Um. <laughs> but the the thing that's going to lead us into our next topic, I got other stuff to talk about, but I want to get to this next thing we're going to talk about. Yeah. Was uh, Kevin Conroy and Lauren Lester were there too? <gasps> Who? Kevin Conroy. No, you're supposed to say Batman and Robin. Oh, Batman and Robin were there. Batman and Nightwing were there. Well, okay. I mean, that's what he is now. Yeah, but he's always Robin. Yeah, I know. But they were there. So this is like the third time I've seen them. Still haven't gotten anything signed by them, but uh, I I can't find anything that I feel is worthy enough to go stand in line. Which, once again, you wouldn't think it would be that hard. No, you don't. You wouldn't think it would be hard to find something that's um, cool and interesting and unique. You know, you'd think there you'd be falling all over like mounds of Batman the Animated Series stuff. Yeah, you know what you need to do? You need to fucking print out like a screenshot and get it real glossy. Nah, I mean something like that. I could probably get. They probably have those at their table. I mean, they probably have stacks of eight by tens that they'll sign for you. You know. Well, yeah, but I'm saying print out a badass one of your own. Yeah, I'd rather have some, almost like something commissioned or... Well, I mean... I'd really like one of those fucking Mondo posters that they did. Oh, yeah. There was two different ones, I think, that... Uh, well, actually, there was one that I saw... I don't know, there's been a couple, actually, that I've found, but they don't have the right Robin on them. They have Tim Drake on them and not um, Dick Grayson. So it's like, well... So there's been a couple things that I've found that have Batman on it that, that were cool, but it's like, well, if, I, if it doesn't have Robin on it, then I'm not going to have fucking Lauren Lester sign it. And why the fuck would you have animated series shit with Tim Drake but not have Dick on it, too? I don't know. I don't know. that, But that seems to be most of the stuff that I've found. It's the Tim Drake Robin and not the Dick Grayson Robin. That's weird. Uh, the stuff that looks, the stuff that was interesting yeah. to me, anyway. The stuff that's visually interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, my, my story, well, his lines were crazy. Lauren Lester's was, like, sitting there by himself, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. It was kind of sad. I was like, oh. Because that's how he was in St. Louis, too. It was like, oh, really? Nobody wants to get nothing from... But then Kevin Conroy's line is, like, fucking nobody wants 50 some dick. deep. No, nobody wants a dick. <laughs> but we... Let's see, was it... It was the first, the first day, Friday... Molly was getting her picture taken with um, uh, that Doctor Who chick that I can't think of her name right now. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's uh, her last name's Tate. Um, Catherine Tate. That's okay. who it is. I was waiting outside the photo area for her to get done. Yeah. Actually, we were standing in the line waiting. I was standing with her in the line. Yeah. And I looked over, and there's a men's room. The, the bathrooms oh, okay, are close yeah. close to the line. Yeah. I looked o- I just happened to look over. I was like, holy shit, there goes Kevin Conroy with his backpack on. The same backpack I saw him with two years ago in Chicago. Or, no, I guess it was last year. Or maybe it was two years ago. When he was just standing by his uh, standing by his table waiting for somebody to come pick him up, I guess. He was just hanging out after his booth was closed for the day. That he was just hanging out with his backpack on. Like, he had the same backpack, too. It was. It was the same black a nylon backpack and it had and, the uh, stain on it and uh-huh <sighs> well then you're really gonna think this is creepy because i looked over and i'm like holy shit there goes batman and he's walking like i don't know 20 feet from us and i watch him and 
He went right into the shitter. I yeah. was like, what? And you know what's even creepier? What? You sent me a picture of it. I did. I sent not of him. Not of not of him going into the bathroom. I sent you a picture of the bathroom door and I was like, guess who just went in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's even creepy, what's, dude. What's even creepier is I was like, All right, Malcia, I'm gonna go stand over here. I'm gonna go stand and... over here and watch Batman come out of the bathroom. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I stood I was I stood off to the side thinking he would turn that direction when he came out of the bathroom and walk past me, you know, but he yeah. actually went the other way. But yeah, so I took a picture of him uh, as he walked by after Snapped he came out. Snapped a picture and like, he just touched his bat dick. No, no, he was just in there taking, but it was so fucked up. It was like, and we saw several people go in and use the public bathroom. A couple people. Who was the other person we Again, saw? Again, that is so weird. Not like your stalkerish bullshit, but like having the celebrities mingle with the fucking Yeah, normies. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think of who the other person was we saw. Who the fuck else did I see use that bathroom? Because it's weird. Because it's like right by the the, the lines you stand like in you for just the photo ops. Out the bathroom. Uh, well, I it kind you kind of do because it's like when you're waiting for the pictures, the way they have it arranged, you're standing next to the bathrooms. <laughs> so you watch people come and go out of the bathroom the whole time you're standing in line. You get a foul stench. And you're like, that's a bat shit. That is literally bat shit. It might have been Nicholas Brendan. Oh no, he came out of one of the side curtains. And almost ran into somebody. Um, but, you know, Xander from Buffy. Hey, it, yeah, wasn't he, like, drugged out or something? Well, he's got a drinking problem. He's he's had several instances where he's had... Yeah, because I remember seeing the promos for Dr. Phil. Wasn't that him? Oh, was it? Was he on Dr. Phil? Yeah, I think he was on there once and, like, walked off the set and then they got him back and he was like, I'm sorry, I was fucking drunk or high or something that day. Oh, and maybe. you coming at know. me, it felt like a personal attack. Yeah. Dr. Phil was like, I was trying to help you. <laughs> Dr. Phil's a dickhead. I know he is. I love it so much whenever he's on Kimmel because, like, obviously they're friends and shit, but Kimmel fucking rides his nuts hard. <laughs> I have kind of a weird story about them, too, because he was there with Cordelia, yeah. uh, Charisma Carpenter. It was fucked up. We were walking in, like, when you walk into that convention center, there's up. like, there's like a covered circle drive in front of the doors, the okay. main entrance. So everybody hangs out on the sidewalk with that circle drive because it's, it's like under part of the building. Yeah. And uh, they hang out there and smoke. What are they smoking, so, man? Just cigarettes, unfortunately. It smells like oh. shit. Every time yeah. you walk in, it's like, fuck, we got to walk through this cloud of toxic shit just to get in. Yeah. But uh, there's like a fountain in there and stuff. And like I said, there's like taxis and shit pull in there and drop people off. And then anyway, we were walking the second morning or it might have been after lunch one day. I don't know. We were walking back in and uh, there was people hanging out smoking or whatever and walking along the sidewalk and there's people sitting on the curb smoking and stuff. Yeah. And as we're walking by, I looked down and I just kept walking because I was like, well, that's fucked up. And I realized like two steps after I passed them, it was fucking Nicholas Brendan and Charisma Carpenter sitting on the curb out in front of the convention center smoking. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Both of them, though, smoking? Yeah. Well, I didn't, I don't, I don't remember seeing them actually smoking, but. 
It's like, they what were both the fuck else there. are they doing? Yeah, they were both sitting there just hanging out with, like, kind of, like, with their heads down a little bit. Like, I mean, they were talking to each other, but, like, they were clearly, like, kind of trying to keep it on the DL, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but it's but like, yeah, what it was, the fuck else are they weird. doing? They're not sitting there, like, like, 20 years ago, we were on the hottest show on TV. Now we're sitting in a fucking smoke-filled overhang. Yeah, but, yeah, that was fucking crazy. Mm. Anyway, back to you creeping on Batman. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Uh, as he walked out of the bathroom and I was like, God damn, he just went in there and took a, he was in there a while too. I don't know if he took a shit or <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I, I didn't, you know, really time it, but, <laughs> but I would imagine he probably went into a stall to piss anyway. I wouldn't be pissing into a urinal if I was famous. Yeah. Cause you don't want some fucking dude to crawl up next to you and be like, Hey there. Oh, wow. Look at the bat dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad, Batman. <laughs> I see why that cod piece was so big. Like you said, that's fucked up. Like to see them mingling or ha- having to use like the they just go into the public in restroom. The like no, I mean just like you know, just walking through the crowds. Yeah, you're like, uh, excuse me, I have to go shit now. Yeah. Just imagine Batman's in there and he's like, Ur! Ur! Trying to pinch one out. I don't want to imagine that. That sounds like the thing we're going to talk about next. It belongs in that movie. It sort of does, because <laughs> what we're talking about next is... Batman, Harley Quinn. I yeah! Finished, I finished the second half of it, and you got to watch the whole thing. So. I watched the whole thing at once. I know. I didn't have you to were stop lucky. for two and a half hours in the middle and talk to some fucking fat, long-haired asshole. What? What? yeah so who should go first you or me to talk about this more um well since i already talked about like the first half why don't you go ahead and start let's see what you have to say because i i watched the rest of it after we recorded the last episode and and told you um what i thought the rest of what i thought and then uh i was really anxious to see what you said yeah, because I knew and you I, were either gonna like it or fucking hate it. <laughs> and yeah, I've got one of those reactions. And I thought you would probably like it, but then there's always that gray area in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to cut the suspense, I fucking loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It was not that bad, right? It 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 took a lot more shit than it deserved. Yeah, because like I didn't read that many reviews. I only read a couple of them, and. Uh, the ones I read, it's like, what the fuck were they talking about? Right. Because a lot of the shit they mentioned, just, I don't understand how they perceived that. Or how they focused on that so intently that... Well, not even that. It, it made it it made it made seem like such a bigger deal or bigger part of the movie than what it really was. Yeah, well, okay, if you want to get specific, like the, quote, musical sequence... Yeah. Or sequences, because most of the reviews said there was two musical sequences in it that were real weird. Right. Didn't seem that weird to me. When you say musical sequence, it's that sounds to me like the shit that I hate, you know? Yeah, like a song and dance number, or a fucking... Yeah, it's just like you told me. They went into a fucking bar, and it, it wasn't technically a karaoke bar, but that's just quibbling over details. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. 
Yeah, but they went into a I didn't bar. Know, I didn't know how else to. I didn't know how else to explain it. Really, it wasn't yeah, yeah, necessarily yeah. karaoke. It was just people going up there and singing. Yeah, it's like an open mic night type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I said, and I'm not quibbling over details, but it wasn't technically a fucking karaoke bar. So, even that. But it's like it's not a musical sequence. They went into a bar with a fucking stage with basically an open mic night situation going on, and there's these two twins up there, which that. That part there where they were singing. Uh-huh. <laughs> the one part. I don't know if you caught this or if it's just me being fucked up. No, I, I caught it. If you listen if you listen to the last episode. Yeah. Uh, and I said there's a part in there that's really fucked up and it's like they definitely did that on purpose. Yeah, we're the one. And I said I and I said you'll standing. I said you'll pick it out a me- uh, I told you you'd pick it out immediately. <laughs> yeah, the one twin is standing, the other one's on his knees. Holding the mic by the other's crotch. Uh-huh. It looks like the mic is the guy's dick right in his face. Yeah, and, like, his head is bobbing back and forth as, he, as he's singing. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, nope, that that's was... not just you. <laughs> yeah, okay. See, I haven't heard episode 37 yet, so I don't know. Yeah. And I didn't remember you saying that either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm watching yeah, this, and I'm there. like, what the fuck is going on? Because uh-huh. even before that, like... To me, it really does feel like a lost episode of Batman the Animated Series. It does. Right. But at the same time, it's like Batman the Animated Series grew up. Yeah. And I saw your two tweets where you said something about um, there's a few unnecessary swears. Yeah. So I'm going in looking for like hardcore shit. Like, Oh, I'm, no, no, no. I was looking hardcore. for somebody to be like, watch out, cocksucker. I want to punch him. No. Or something like that. But... If you hadn't said anything about it, I wouldn't have really bumped into yeah, the... Yeah, it wouldn't like, even have probably registered. Yeah, there was like, I think, three shits and a goddamn... Yeah, a couple Which, asses and a couple... Ba- yeah, but one like of them nothing, was a nothing, shit. Yeah, and nothing that's like... Um, yeah, oh! nothing that's like hardcore. It's just yeah. more like... Well, that's weird. They didn't need... That was like unnecessary to use that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was... It was unnecessary, but at the same time, it's like, it wasn't something to bump up against. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like, oh, fuck this shit. Yeah. But it was kind of weird, like, oh, well, fuck, now I can't show this to my kids. Yeah. Now it's going to be be hard to let my kids watch this. Yeah, but see, at the same time, that felt a lot like, because most of it was Harley. Yeah. She's got a mouth on her, that girl. Yeah, she And that, to me felt sort of in line with like the i guess it's a headcanon character backstory that i've sort of developed for like a girl who grew grew up like in almost in like a slum and she turned herself into a doctor and then got twisted by joker yeah because you don't develop those skills her fucking fighting skills and shit like that after a twisted clown fucks with your brain yeah so i always figured like she had sort of a hard life until she pulled herself out of it and became a psychiatrist so like her being like stop the car and beating up that dude and you know oh yeah i thought that was him, fucking God weird it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> and it's like oh it's somebody that stood her up for prom or something <laughs> like, yeah something that happened 20 random, years ago but at the same time it's like it's like oh she's fucking crazy that. yeah yeah yeah. yeah, she's batshit crazy. And I do remember the one thing you said, like, the music was off. 
Yeah, the music was the, terrible. Yeah, that would be my biggest complaint. The music sucked. Shirley Walker is sorely missed. Yeah. And they did eventually, I think in 37, I said the first half, they didn't had they hadn't used any of the themes or anything. In the second half, they do, when they're flying in the Batwing, they do yeah. bring in the, the classic animated series theme. Did they? Because I didn't even notice it. Yeah, but it's um, it's arranged a little different, and it's you know like the, new... the instruments and stuff. The instruments yeah. and stuff are all electronic and stuff, so it sounds fucked up. Okay, that's probably I why didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. it. I didn't yeah. like it, but I was like, oh, there's the or the. It's not that part, but the but part of that theme is in there. Okay, and this could explain it because there's three fucking the music's by three different people. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, according to the back cover that you gave me, yeah, of the you know the disc you gave me, it looks like it's Christopher Carter, Michael. Don't know how to pronounce that, and Lolita Ritmanis. Okay. But yeah, the fucking music was just terrible, dog shit. Yeah, yeah, it felt it felt really um, uh, yeah, didn't fit, didn't Mm-mm. didn't feel. Didn't feel it, Batman the animated series at all. No, it felt too cartoony and over the top. Exactly, it felt too cartoony, and that's something I thought about too. Um, after watching the second half, was like this felt almost like the animated series crossed with Brave and the Bold. Oh, do you mean the movie itself or the music? Yeah, yeah, no, the movie itself. Um, like I some could... of the some of the comical stuff or the more absurd. Yeah. Situations and stuff felt like it yeah, came yeah. straight out of, like, Brave and the Bold. Yeah, I can sort of see that. And, like, when the barroom brawl happened and they kicked in with the 66 flash oh, yeah, on the, the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one was Ow My was, Balls. Ow My Balls. <laughs> Which, that was weird. That was weird. It kind of made me chuckle, though, because I'm immature. Oh, it did. It did. But, yeah, that was weird to all of a sudden go there with it. Yeah, yeah. Melissa Rauch is Harley. Yeah. Let's talk about her a bit. Starts out rough. Starts yeah. out hitting your ear, hitting your ear like, like not good. Yeah, but it starts then, out like that ain't Harley. Yeah, but she grows on you, right? And by the yeah, end, you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. She's pretty good. Yeah, at the start, it's like that ain't Harley. Yeah. I mean, I don't like her at all. And by the end of it, it's like, eh, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing her do another one. I mean. If I had my choice, I would always say go with Arlene, but, you know, she retired from voice in Harley, so not really an option. Right. right. So it's like second best, go with Tara. Right. But apparently they wanted a name in quotes on it, so. Yeah. I will tell you this. Um, can't remember who did. Hold on one second. I got to look it up before I say something stupid here. Um, what character are you talking about? Um, Harley. Okay. In what? Lego Batman movie. Oh, I don't know. It was. You know what I find weird? Jenny real quick, Slate. Though? Okay. Jenny Slate. Oh, she's that chick from Saturday Night Live. I didn't realize that. I mean, I didn't realize she had. That's who did her voice. Um, okay. What about? But her? I. Th- from from what I remember, I would rather have Melissa Rauch 
to uh, Harley Quinn than the, this chick that did it in the Batman Lego movie. Yeah, because I remember you saying it didn't feel particularly Harley-ish. No, no. Yeah, that was, I think, one of your main issues with that is that nobody felt like they were voicing the characters. It just felt like they were coming in doing it. Yeah. In their the, own yeah. voices. Exactly. Other than Will Arnett, even though his voice basically is that. But yeah, he does put a little bit of, hey, I'm Batman now into it. Yeah, everybody else was pretty much... I mean, I guess Rosario was okay, because, I mean, she's just doing Batgirl, so it just sounds like a girl. Yeah. But everybody else was kind of shitty. Um, You know what I noticed about this, though? I don't think... Spoilers for anybody who might be interested in this. I don't think they actually credit uh, Swamp Thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I was trying to figure out who the fuck that was, but I couldn't tell. Yeah, and let's talk about that. So, like, that's, that's why I that's my up, yeah. big yeah. That's the second half of the movie is going along just fine and great and dandy, but then the ending is just so dumb. That was my biggest problem. Like, fuck the Batmobile fart joke, fuck the sex. Which scene. that didn't bother me. That didn't bother me. No, no, but the ending was like so dumb. That it was yeah. like, what the fuck? Why? 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 And it's a series of dumb events, really, the ending of it. It, it, it really is, yeah. Because it, really it starts, the whole movie is, it's uh, Ivy and the Floronic Man are trying to turn humans into plants so they'll take care of the planet better. Right, Which okay, I makes know, sense. Yeah, it sort of sounds like a bullshit fucking, oh, now we've got to hear a fucking lecture about this. But it makes sense with Ivy's whole motivation since, you know, forever. Yeah. So, they're, they've got to go to the swamp, or they've, they're trying to develop a formula to do that. But regular water and swamp water and shit doesn't work. So, they've got to go to Louisiana to the swamp where Swamp Thing was created because they think that might be the only swamp that has the right conditions to make the formula work. So they go there. There's a big, long battle that basically ends with Harley and Ivy fighting each other. Right. And they come to a standstill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess Harley loses, and Ivy's just about to flip the switch, so to speak, on the plan. And Harley's like, don't make me do it. And it's like, oh shit, does she got a fucking ace in the hole? What's going on here? She's, don't make yeah, me I thought do she, it, Red. Yeah, I thought she was going to like do something really drastic. Yeah, I thought my, maybe she had a fucking another weed killer thing, pellet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, don't make me do it, Red. And fucking Ivy turns to her and is like, no, she's don't. She's like, no, don't do it. She's like, yes, the nuclear option. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, she is. She's going to drop a weed killer pellet and fuck up Poison Ivy. And they hold on Harley. And all of a sudden her lip starts twitching and her eyes start watering. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, so she like basically just starts to cry. And then then I then Ivy's like, oh fuck this plan. I, I can't do it. Oh, I love you, Harley. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Which was kind of dumb-ish, but I could get Pat, like, okay, I could see, like, exactly. an episode of this show ending like that. Okay, I, exactly. I get it. 
that you can get past. But then, Floronic Man comes up and he's like, what the fuck is this shit? What are you two doing? Fuck you, I'm going through with the plan. And Ivy's like, no, just don't do it. Floronic Man's getting ready to do it. Batman and Nightwing are there. They're broken and bloodied and shit. And he's getting ready to dump the serum or whatever. Then all of a sudden, the trees open up. The moon's shining bright in the sky. Yeah, a fucking shaft of life comes down and, like, the bu- a, like the water lights up bubbling. the whole swamp. And, yeah, the fucking fireflies and shit flying around and shit. And, and it's like, what the fuck is going on now? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking Swamp Thing. It's this fucking gigantic fucking three-story Swamp Thing comes up out of the swamp. And it's like, oh, cool. I guess he's going to be the deus ex machina and, and save everybody yeah. at the last minute. That whole sequence like took like five minutes from the from the time that the that the trees started to open up to where he like slowly like rises out of the swamp and there's all this dramatic music and this whole big thing and he gives he this talks big really slow mm-hmm. and so he gives this big long slow speech and basically and at the beginning he's like of the speech it's like okay he's gonna give him shit he's gonna beat up Floronic Man and it's gonna be done because he's like right. What you're doing is bad. And then he's but like... Who am I, yeah, but who am I to judge? Yeah. Fuck it. Do whatever you're going to do. And then he goes yeah, back into the like, swamp. <laughs> yeah, but he says something about, I've got to talk to the Council of Trees or some shit like that. And yeah. like, so wait, we're going to have a fucking Ent Mount here? No, I, I, it sounded like he, he was like, I got to go now. I got a meeting with the Council of Trees. I don't think it had anything to do with what was going on. I think he had other business he was going to deal with. But it was like, well, then what the fuck did you even show up for? Yeah. I mean, I thought he was saying that, like, he had to talk with them to see if it was bad or something. But I don't know. At that point, I'm just like, because his speech was going to the point where he's like, I'm just making a cameo to make a cameo. That's exactly what it was. It was like this big buildup to Swamp Thing coming and saving the day. And he's like, fuck it. See you guys later. Yeah. And then he starts sinking back down. And I was uh-huh. like, what the fuck just and then I, happened? Then I, kept thinking, then I kept thinking he was going to be like, oh, never mind. And reach out and squash Floronic Man or something. No. But he doesn't. He just sinks back into the swamp and disappears. And Floronic Man starts laughing like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to get away with this. Yeah. And, and then, so... He's getting ready to dump the serum again, and it's like, oh shit, the planet's fucked. And then yep. Harley's like, I've got an idea. And Batman and Robin are like, what? Yeah, then she's like, anybody got a match? They kiss her cheek, the match lights, cut to black. Yeah, that's it. That's credits the the start movie. rolling. They're, gonna, they're like, supposedly going to light the Floronic Man on fire somehow. Yeah, credits start rolling, and I'm like, what the fuck? And yeah. then, did you see the next part after that? No, I didn't see it. Okay. I didn't even realize there was an after credits. There was two credit scenes, a mid credits and an after credit. Oh, I don't think I saw either one of them. Okay. The credits roll for a minute and then the screen's black and it fades in and you hear ah! Floronic man comes running through lit on fire. Oh jeez. Catches two trees on fire branches fall into the swamp and that's it he just runs through the frame and it fades to black the credits roll again so again i'm like are you fucking shitting me credits keep rolling and there's like 
nearly 10 minutes left in the movie. Oh and I'm like, I've seen these DC movies before. The credits aren't 10 minutes. They're like three or four at best. So I sped up and got through the credits and I was like, okay. And then it's you, you're brought into a therapy session between Harley and this dude. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she's talking to him about uh, how he can win a year of free therapy and it cuts wide and there's a studio audience and it's like a quarter set of like a therapist's okay. office. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, you can win a year of therapy if you just make it through this. And they cut over and it's like a mash between uh, Ninja Warrior and that show that used to be on ABC, Wipeout. Yeah. And this dude's got to make his way through this obstacle course to potentially win a year of free therapy because she is not a licensed therapist. She's just a TV therapist. So he'll get a year of real therapy. And I'm like, the fuck am I watching? The fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, like, they show him trying to climb a cargo net. He falls down into the water. Uh, he's on a platform that's got a spinning... I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a platform with a spinning thing, and there's these two arms on it that are you know spinning yeah and he ducks over one he jumps over another the next one fucking knocks him off the platform into the water so there's like one or two more and then you know the big thing from Wipeout, the jumping on the balls okay he does that falls into the water she comes up with a microphone she's like oh that sucks you lost so no therapy for you or something like that and it's like what the fuck and the whole crowd's like oh (laughs) it was dumb but yeah the whole crowd's like oh and then fade to black the warner brothers animation logo comes up and it's done Hmm. and i'm sitting there like okay i've always said like To me, it's more about the journey than the destination. I've said that how many times in the last 37 episodes? Yeah. But it's like, this destination was like getting shit in your face. Yeah, it was. It almost, it felt like, it felt like they didn't know how to end it. So they were just like, eh, we'll just do this. Yeah, let's just do some weird shit and see what happens. Right. Because again, up until that point, it was like, this is awesome. It feels like an episode of the show. And yeah. like you said, even though it was kind of dumb, the Harley crying thing, if it if it had ended right there, it would have been like kind of dumb. But, you know, it feels like the show. Yeah, it feels like the type of thing where it's like, shit, it feels like in the spirit of the show. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, it feels like the thing, though, where it's like, shit, we've got 22 minutes and we're at minute 20. We got to end this bitch because sometimes that show did feel like that, where it's like, uh, we've done this really in-depth story but we'd it would be too complicated to get out of this so fuck it like start crying so if it had ended there it would have been like this is amazing this is one of the best dcua movies they've done yeah and then fucking pleuronic man and swamp thing and the fire thing and then the dr phil meets fucking ninja warrior thing happened and it was like what the fuck and i guess that was that after credit scene was supposed to be a callback to when uh, Nightwing was like, you're a trained therapist. You could fucking make money. You don't have to be 
getting your fucking tits groped every night in this bar. Oh yeah, which was that was kind of fun. The Super Babes. She was yeah. a waitress in this Hooters type bar, but it was like superhero themed, so she basically was herself. Yeah. She as was or Harley, the Harley that I hate that's like the fucking low cut dress and the mini skirt and Yeah. The open stomach. Right. With the black and red hair and yeah, I hate that version of Harley. So it was funny that they actually used it in an interesting way. Yeah, and they actually reference it like she even says later, she's like, everybody tells me I'm a whore or like something or a whore. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and she's like, I'm not just a common whore. Yeah. Which actually I've, you remember that um, weird Batman Elseworlds thing or Justice League Elseworlds thing that uh, Bruce Tim was doing where he was reimagining all the DC characters? No. Oh, well, in that he was talking about how he didn't really like the horror Harley costume. And, like, he made Harley a vampire or something in that. Oh, Because it was like a a horror-tinged reimagining of the DCU. Okay. Or something like that. But, yeah. So I know that that was specifically his. Yeah. Speaking thing. of speaking of Bruce Tim, did you know he was the voice of Booster Gold in that movie? No, I didn't. Yeah, I just looked it up. I was looking to see who was Swamp Thing and see if it said it on IMDb. Does it? Yep. Who is it? John DiMaggio. Huh. So John DiMaggio actually did a voice that didn't sound like his own. Yeah. Because I had no pair, fucking clue who it was. Didn't sound like Bender. Uh-uh. There were... He did voice, like, two characters in the movie, though, that it's like, oh, there's John DiMaggio. Yeah, yeah, Sergeant somebody and... Oh, yeah, Sergeant Steele. Like, yeah, it? yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's John DiMaggio. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I I did really like his uh, Aquaman on Brave and the Bold. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Super kind arrogant, of, yeah, kind of arrogant. Super arrogant, kind of, of dumb, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, that, I like that version too. of him. Yeah, that's sort of what I think of that or the Smallville version where he was like basically an eco terrorist. Oh, okay. Where, uh, yeah, on Smallville it was like you guys are destroying the ocean because Lex was developing this bomb that would, or this device that would basically kill all the fish within like a two-mile area or something of wherever they would set off this device. Mm-hmm. So he showed up and was like, uh-uh, not on my watch, and, like, set a bomb on this device and was trying to blow it up, and Clark stopped him. Oh, shit. And that was kind of their first meeting. And he was real uh-huh. like, look, bro, this is what you've got to do. They're destroying the oceans, and we kind of let them, okay? <laughs> But yeah, with an eco-terrorist twist to it. I like both oh, okay. of those versions. But yeah. Yeah, but overall, I I mean... Yeah, I we did too disappointed bitch a, with this a lot, movie. You know? Yeah. But overall, if like I had to give it a score, I'd give it like 7 out of 10. Maybe yeah. 7.5. Yeah, that's about what I would give it. I think last time I said I had seen 6 out of 10, and I thought that was maybe a little bit low. Maybe yeah, that was a little did, bit too harsh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say between six and seven and a half, maybe. Yeah. 
it, it did seem like they were trying to go for more awkward humor, though, than just balls-out laughs. Yeah. And well, yeah, like, there was a lot of deadpan Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, his reactions to, like, like when he caught uh, Nightwing and Harley Quinn, like, the, the morning after they fucked. Yeah. And he's, like, looking around. He's, like, looking at the clues. Yeah. He's, like, looking from, from them to, like, the dirty underwear on the floor and shit. And then he's, like, hmm. And then, and then the he just looks at... on the bedpost. Yeah, and he just looks at Nightwing and he, like, hangs his head. And Batman's just, like, stone-faced. Yeah, doesn't Nightwing, <laughs> Nightwing see, say something about, like, uh, we all have needs or something? Um, Something like that. I don't remember. Something like that. And then the, like... It's so stupid, but it did make me kind of laugh The when she farts in the Batmobile and he's making such a big deal out of it. Then Batman's like, it's not that bad. Like, quit being yeah. such a pussy, <laughs> you know? Yeah, his smells like discipline or whatever. Yeah, I still don't so, know like, what that's supposed to mean. What does that even mean, man? I don't know. Well, I think, didn't Nightwing say that too? He's like, what does that even mean, man? I think he might have, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know what the fuck that means either. But then she keeps but then she keeps doing it and it gets progressively worse. And yeah, finally because, he gives up and he's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> pulls yeah, over. What it was is she's like, uh, you might want to pull over. Oh, uh, she ate a bad burrito or something. Yeah, because they had just had an argument about her distractions because it was right after she's like, Stop the car Oh yeah, she when jumped she out and beat chased up down the, the guy for dude. no reason. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's sitting in the back, and she goes, you might want to pull over, and he's like, why? And she goes, um, because I ate a bad burrito, and my stomach's tore up back here. Yeah. And Batman doesn't say anything, and she's like, did you hear me? And he, I think he either says something about, like, no more of your bullshit, or he ignores her, and she's like, have it your way, then. Mm-hmm. Yep, she lights it up. Yeah, and I think I remember you now saying in 37 that, like, the sound effects were like over the top. Yeah. And yeah, they were because it's a real. Yeah, it was a little. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was ridiculously. Type yeah. thing. And she's just sitting there with her arms crossed because wasn't it mm-hmm. a, a three shot? Yeah. Those it two was... in the front and her in the back. She's just sitting there, arms crossed. Yeah. And this fucking overly comical fucking. Right. Shit's going on, and then Nightwing reacts immediately. It wasn't yeah. as bad as some of the things, some of the reviews made it seem. It made sense given, like, all the goofy shit she had done up to that point. Yeah, it made sense. I just, the the execution, some of the execution of it was, I was like, yeah, they could have done that a little bit more subtly. They could have, yeah. I agree with that, but, like I said, in the reviews, they made it seem like... It oh, they was crucified him for and that. Uneven and yeah, nothing made sense. And it's like if you pay attention, most of the shit that you guys are complaining about, it fits within the narrative of what they're doing. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a recommend. Yep, recommend. Guess I can kind of be a pseudo pimp spot. Yeah, it can. For a second, it sounded like it was turning into a fuck this shit. Yeah. But that end, <laughs> ending, though, it's fucked up, man. Yeah, it was really cheap and really dumb. It really just, it really did just feel like they ran out of ideas. They were like, meh. 
ran out of like, time, like it was ran a cop out, out. Ideas, yeah, and they wanted to yeah, use all these elements, but yeah, that's kind of almost what it was. Is like they ran out of budget. It was like, okay, we'll bring Swamp Thing in at the end, and there'll be a big fight at the end, and and he'll defeat the Floronic Man and save the day. And then they got down to it, and it was like, dude, we don't have any fucking money left. Okay, well mm-hmm. then I guess he'll just say bye, and then we'll he'll just light him on fire. And... Yeah, and then we'll just do something we could have done like fifteen minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that's all it takes is to light him on fire, why do they fucking do that to begin with? Yeah, I mean, and why and the that, fuck is? Don't you think Batman would have figured that out? He's the world's greatest detective. Wouldn't he have been just like, just throw oh, a fucking? Oh, that's another thing. What was up with those fucking magical yams? The magical yam. That oh Man oh yeah ate? yeah 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 yeah. The that fucking like the hallucinogen. Too. Well, it's it like it like. Yeah, it was like a fucking yam that grew that he got off of Swamp Thing's dead body, like yeah. when he had temporarily killed him or something. He like yeah. picked off a bunch of these yams that were growing on him, they and they're like, like big... hallucinogenic teleportation yams. Yeah, or something. Yeah, and he he made Ivy eat it, and he ate it, and then they like fucking trip balls, and like yeah. then it let it let them to like be able to travel through the green like the Swamp Thing does. Yeah. So they like like disappeared through a tree and shit. It was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, and then they left the bag with all their research, and he's like, "Oops, I forgot," and reached back in and grabbed it, and I was like, "I reached back out of the tree." And yeah, that was kind of dumb. They, I was like, "That's fucking weird too." Yeah. But anywho, um, we're two hours and eight minutes in. Yeah. Yeah, I talked Dude. about the con too much. We're not going to be able to get to the nine stuff. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But, I mean, we can, like, briefly... I'll briefly just say that, like, they they just fucking shit-canned Colin Trevorrow from well, Star okay. Wars Episode Nine. Do you want to ditch-fuck this shit again this episode and go into it just a little bit? Okay. Okay. As you said, yeah, they shit-canned Colin Trevorrow, and now Episode Nine technically has no director. It has a director, they just haven't announced it, I can guarantee it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they had somebody lined up. Mm-hmm. Just like they did with Ron Howard. Like, I mean, it was days. Yeah. It was only days after they got rid of the other guys, and they're like, I mean, was it, was Opie, it even like, director. was it even like, was it even like two days? It was yeah, not yeah. very long. At the most, it was three. Yeah. So. It was like, almost immediately, somebody was like, oh, they got Ron Howard to do it, and then it was only like a day later that they, uh, they made the official announcement. Yeah, like I said, it at the most it was three. Yeah. Because I think it might have been three because there was like the whole, they announced it and then there was a whole day of like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Right. And then the next day the rumor that Ron Howard was going to do it popped up and was like, that's a weird choice. And then the next day they announced Ron Howard was doing it. Right. So, but yeah, um... Episode nine's without a director. How do you feel about that? Um, I was surprised when it happened and a little shaken by it, but I think it'll be for the best. Yeah. But yeah, like news is kind of leaking out now that the reason they fired him was Kathy Kennedy was pissed off at him because he's a dick. Yeah. He's apparent. He's apparently a fucking egomaniac or something. Yeah, because apparently fucking Jurassic World did good and 
all of a sudden he was like, I run this bitch now. Right. And like he didn't want to, just like uh, Phil Lord and the other dude was like, we're doing our shit. This We're doing the movie our way. And Lucasfilm's like, no, you're not. And they're like, yeah, we are. And they're like, no, you're not. And they're like, well, yeah, we are. Sort of like that, but they didn't seem like they were like, no, this is how it's being done. It yeah. sounds like Trevorrow was like, this is how it's getting done because I'm calling Trevorrow, God damn it. Right. Yeah, they said it he almost was. Seemed he spent like, a lot of his creative energy expressing his opinion, is what they said. Yeah. It seemed almost like Lord and Miller were like, "Well, this is what we do. Why hire us if this isn't what you want done?" Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. It was more like it was more like um, they were just doing their style. They're doing their thing, yeah. and and Lucasfilm was like, "Oh shit, this is not what we wanted." <laughs> yeah. So it didn't sound like ego came into play there. It just seemed no, like no, they wanted something different, and they were like, "But that's not what we do." They they're saying that like it's probably gonna be um, Ryan Johnson. Dad. Yeah. That uh, that they get to do it. No, you, you gotta give me that, buddy. I, I got. I'm on the phone with. I need something. <sighs> so do I, Bert. So do I, Frank. It's called privacy. Wait, I need that lunchbox for you. <laughs> no, you can't have my lunchbox either. <laughs> Dad. Privacy. What? If you toys get clean, then you take them out and open them? No, I'm not going to open those, probably. Those are those are old. I'm probably not going to open those. Maybe Lundies are going to open those? Maybe. Probably not, though. I let you open those Batmans earlier. Which ones? The ones that you're playing with upstairs right now. The Legend of the Dark Knight Batmans. Uh-huh. Yeah. When you're playing with my superpowers, Batman. Look at that Iron Man film. Yeah, it's my Iron Man picture. <laughs> Lord. Which, speaking of, you're going to have to tell us a story about no, that Iron right Man now. picture. Oh, okay. Because you kind of sprung that on, on Twitter last week before we started recording. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I can, I can tell that next time. Lighters to Star Wars figures. I don't know, bud. Can I finish my thing real quick? I'm almost done, baby. I need your phone so bad. I know. You can have it after I'm done with this. I need it because <laughs> I'm, I'm actually on a phone call. You can't just take the phone away. Oh, fuck. Okay, but yeah, I think they're saying, like, Ryan Johnson is the front runner. Yeah. Um, which I know you're kind of against that. You'd rather have yeah. three different visions. Yeah. Of... I want it to be like the original trilogy. If, you know, JJ didn't want to do the second one, it's like, fuck it. Then let's get three different voices. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, but I mean, if they do decide to go with Ryan Johnson, it makes sense. It, it does make sense. But at the same time, it's just like, I, it feels sort of wrong to do that, you know? I don't know why, it just does. Yeah. Like, if I mean, they I'm, announced... I'm, I mean, I'm less concerned about the director, actually, than I am about the fact that they have to rewrite the script. Yeah, I think we talked about that a couple episodes ago, didn't we? 
Because that came out a little yeah, bit that came ago. Out, that... Yeah, that they were bringing in somebody to, to rewrite. And, I, and I'm sure that that also had something to do with it, because Colin Trevorrow wrote the script for that, didn't he? No, I think Ryan wrote it. Oh, did he? And what it probably is, though, is like Ryan wrote it and Colin was like, ain't good enough. Yeah. If he's as dictatorial as they're saying. So, yeah, but if they announce tomorrow, like fucking Ryan Johnson's directing the uh, Obi-Wan movie, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I just think we need three distinct voices on the main saga. Yeah. Well, I think. I think it's either going to be him or they'll get a woman to do it. They'll get a woman director. I've seen a That's, lot of I've seen yeah. a lot of pressure to 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 pick a woman. So Yeah. Everybody's well, like, "Oh, I mean, get Patty Patty Jenkins to do it." I'm like, "She just did Wonder Woman. Don't she doesn't need to do this." And she's gearing up to do Wonder Woman too. Yeah. She's not She's gonna fucking do it. busy. That seems as likely as getting George Lucas to do it. That's retarded. But um yeah, there's been a lot of pressure since they announced Ryan Johnson, I think, as the director for episode eight. It's like, Kathy Kennedy, you're a woman. You should be hiring a woman. Which, that gets into the whole thing that I've got a problem with, where it's like, you can't pick who's right for the job anymore. You've got to check off boxes. Right. You know? So, but let's not get into that, because that's a deep yeah, discussion. I mean, but yeah. Honestly, I don't care as long as the movie turns out okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way, but again, like I said, I I feel like it would be beneficial to the overall um, makeup of Star Wars to have three different distinct looks on it or takes on it in this new trilogy. Yeah, it makes sense. But if they don't, I'm not going to be like, fuck it, then I'm not going to see it! You know? Yeah. I just don't want the third movie in this trilogy to turn out and or to end up being kind of a semi clusterfuck like Return of the Jedi was. Yeah, that where there was so fun. much, so much behind the scenes drama of producer and director and conflicting visions and you know. Yeah. And I mean, it, it ended up fine. But yeah, but is, it could have been there, better. Like, rumors or. Flat out, people have said it that George did a lot of the directing on Episode Six. Yeah, he did. Be- yeah, because he, he was basically on set every day. Yeah, and yeah. isn't that like why he chose um, the Redwoods for Endor? Is so like he could be there. Uh, I don't know if that was true, but okay. Um. Yeah, I don't I'd, know if that's the case, but he was definitely heard, he was yeah, definitely way that, like, hands he on. Wanted it there so he could be there and be like, yeah. "No, this is how it needs to be fucking done." God damn it! Right. Yeah. So by the time we meet again, they'll probably have announced a director. I would hope so. I think they will. But at this point, it's been like what three days, two, three days, two days, one day. How long's it been? Hmm. Three days, maybe? Yeah. Something like so that. So it's it seems like they're taking more time to announce it with this because, I mean, they've got time. With this, it's not coming out, like, now. It's, what, 17 months away? They haven't even started shooting yet. Right. Aren't they going to start shooting in, like, January or February? 
I think so, yeah. Early yeah, next so, year. Yeah, so they don't really need to fucking be like, okay, here's the director. He's starting next week. Like with Ron Howard, all of a sudden he's like, oh, he's on set now. He's doing it. And, you know, he started tweeting pictures. Right. Which, I mean, that's weird, too. You know that's been approved by Lucasfilm, but isn't it weird to have somebody on set being like, look what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anywho, um, no fuck this shit, right? Right. Um, so let's get into whoring. Um, thanks to J. Sarge for our music. Thanks to at Sherry Says for the logo. And thanks to at J.P. Montgomery for taking those promo shots for us back in, shit, January. That's been almost a year now. Fuck. Um, thanks to Use3 for your contributions. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. We're part of the High Altitude Podcast Network at highaltpod.net. And find everything at nerdblitz.com. Search NerdBlitz on YouTube. Find episodes, swear reels, and a bunch of other shit there. Um, get some merch. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash shop. Who knows? We might have a new design before the end of the year. <laughs> Wink. Um, and then get the camping trip and the pilots. Maybe something new soon. No, not maybe. Definitely there's going to be something new before the end of the year on our band camp. Go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com. Check out all the shit that's already there and get prepared for what's coming. We'll probably talk about that next time, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, it is technically done, isn't it? Yeah, waiting for approval. Yeah, and we've got to get the... Um, uh, we'll talk about it next time. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Twitter. I'm at the Scooby Doom. You are... At Fitzman73. And together we're at NerdBlitzPod. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Nope. If there's nothing else... Bye. Mm-hmm. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on him. Yeah, seriously. Puny bastards. Mm. <laughs> oh shit, I just shot Marvin in the face. Oh, yeah, I didn't hit no fucking burp. Yes. No, that turned Kermity. <laughs> like, hi, ho, Kermity Frog. I did not sh- hit a bump, you motherfucker. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. See you next time, everybody. We're approaching 40 episodes. <laughs> this has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions. <laughs>